Welcome to Skika Uncover. This is a podcast where we speak to African artists and we learn from their stories. Now, our aim here is to uncover the truths and the lies behind building an entire livelihood as well as impacting the lives of others through their art. Very excited. I'm going to be speaking to two gentlemen. We will first kick it off with Junior Orina, who is founder of Nairobi Apparel District. And then you have Trevor Rando, who joined him shortly after to really establish this brand. This brand is super cool, not because the clothes are just awesome. Other than that, it's an upcycle brand and they have a huge focus on sustainable fashion. So I'm really looking forward to hearing more from them. And guess just there'll be a whole section where they're going to have to tease me and make fun of me because Sivan goes out. And uh, they're very justified to do so. But welcome mm-hmm. on set, guys. Thank, Thank you very, very much. much. Very happy to have you. Quite a pleasure still. Um... Nairobi Apparel District, of course, you started it in this city. So I imagine that's where the Nairobi part came from. But when you were deciding to name it, Junior, why go that way? Why name it in the way that you did? Uh, Actually, it was was an idea that came about with um, my friend called Waweru. Mm -hmm. Because initially we had a brand called Urban Trends. Yeah. But... uh, the guy we were working with at mm-hmm. the time, he decided to cut us off. Okay. So now we decided to like change the whole perspective. Right. And start a new brand. And then the name came about, like Nairobi Apparel District. Okay. Yeah. So because you had another co-founder and another brand yeah. and it didn't exactly work out. Yeah. What made you decide that you could work with Trevor? What were the... Usimuangalia? what were the attributes he had that you were like okay i think i think with this guy we'll go far i mean it was crazy because uh being honest i've worked with uh, like two guys in the past Mm -hmm. and um, he actually joined like quite recently Mm -hmm. but like the biggest quality that i can say he was his vision his resilience and his being he he being able to like you know like to be calm and be able to like handle situations you know what i mean right able, uh, yes. yeah. yeah i think design just like many artistic professions yeah. looks very glamorous yeah. Yeah. looking in yeah. but inside i'm sure it's a lot of hard gritty work and specifically cuz you guys upcycle a lot of stuff i think when you were first starting there was a huge uptake and fad with the denim jackets because you guys were doing it in such a unique way and you would emboss things and you would paint on them and they were custom to the person if somebody was coming in to order. Yes. Um, Which I think in African fashion, at least as far as I know, would only be for special events. So somebody has a traditional event happening, that's when they'll come and they'll make a custom outfit for that event. But guys wouldn't do custom for day to day true where yeah true how did you how did you um i don't want to say market but it was marketing how did you get people to know about the upcycle of the denim jackets was it the first couple of friends the first couple of customers who blew it up or was there something you did intentionally yeah actually it's crazy because i started at my mom's house i used to go to gikomba get some jackets uh-huh. pay to them you know uh-huh post them online 
And then from there, hey, guys used to love them. They're like, hey, yo, I want a piece. Because I used to do like mostly like the Bob Marley jacket, you know. Right. Yeah, cut and sew paint. Yeah. So from there, I... I now started, uh, I, I, I actually learned about Thrift Social. Yes. So I went there, I think it was, was it the third one or the second one? Then I was, I was like, yeah, this is amazing. This is one thing that's happening in Nairobi, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I will be interested in like, being part of this culture. Mm. Yeah. So from there, we, I was actually able to like, uh, get a slot for vending. Mm-hmm. So I got a slot for vending and then I, I went there and I sold out. Nice. Yeah, so from there, I was like, yeah, this is something like I can actually do. So posted up in my account page, like my Instagram, and then my Instagram started to blow up, you know, and then I started to do ads and yeah. That's so, incredible. Yeah. First of all, is there a better feeling than yeah. going somewhere with bags and bags and bags of clothes? But when you're coming back, it's a bag of money. Ah, yo, <laughs> bag empty, bag <laughs> empty. Yeah. Best, best possible situation. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to your mom. If you were literally painting and buying all these jackets, bringing them to her house, I'm yeah. sure you were washing them using her water, ah, her yeah. soap. Every day, every day, every day. Yeah. And yeah. she was a trained designer or she was a tailor? What was the yeah, interaction she, for fashion? For her, she, she used to do like the imports. She had like a big uh, ah. exhibition in town so I used to do like that oh my yeah, god yeah. we're gonna talk after this because my mom also used to do that yeah. love daughter joanna yeah. you never know yeah what yeah. were china thailand yeah, taki, yeah, taki nini yes yes, yes. they must know each other we'll yeah. maybe we're cousins yeah, yeah. You never, never know, know. <laughs> <laughs> you never ever yeah. know so for nairobi apparel district district there is the intention very serious intention of upcycling yeah. and being sustainable yeah. and not doing the fast fashion where you have thousands and thousands of one design you know constantly being made and coming out yes is that a decision you made consciously or was it a thing of it's not domingi so instead of kwenda kununua material kwanza with a new tailor let me do the jackets which the fit is already there i just want it to look a certain way being honest, I've never liked those mbwaknis as people <laughs> and as people say. Yes. The Mwayave news is doing in me. I can never. So for me, like, it never used to, like, sit well with me. Right. You know, yeah, it used to be crazy, you know, like, you pull up one trend and then Supra's one trend, <laughs> gee, what, you know. Same, same stuff. <laughs> yes. So I was like, yeah, you know, like, this, these things we're getting from the thrift, thrift markets are really, like, authentic mm. you find authentic ck yeah you know like authentic stuff yes you know i was like i'd rather rock this rather than be the the person who's going to like those places to get the stuff yeah and then you know there's also like there was also like a community that was backing that you know True. when you pull up with the fake sneakers hey guys are like, hey yo bro like is on inini yes what are those you know what i mean yeah so like it was that that's where it came from okay yeah, yeah. I like that. I think um, there's also, when you've said you find authentic brands, it's also mm. a quality thing. Yeah. So, like, I used to go to Ngara a lot um, when I was in corporate because I really liked cardigans. Yeah. And I discovered I would get legit Marks and Spencer mm. cardigans. Yeah, and they exactly. would last. I still have some of them, but they, nobody, yeah. those things are, like, 10 years old. Yeah. But they're in such good condition. Mm. Yet, an, an auntie or even me, myself, Nikiendo Town in Nunue, after even six months, after three, four washes, you know, Imechaka, the yeah, thing is not different. holding anymore, colors yeah. all funny or buttons are falling off. Yeah. So there's also the 
the question of quality. So I want to know, because you guys are like thrift experts, okay? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm also trying to get tips for myself. Yeah. <laughs> when you go out, and I'm imagining Munafikanga Mapema Sana when they're undoing the bills, do you the For the youngins who are listening, if you want to be in this yeah. business, you will have to wake up early, by yeah. the way. Um, what do you look for? What's your approach when you're like, I'm thrifting today and I'm going to upcycle these clothes? How do you guys approach that? Well, we, for, for, for starters, Gikomba is flooded right now. Right. It's, it's full of China. It's full of, we're in Chinatown in Gikomba. Okay. So you have specific vendors who have specific stuff ah. that you can really get from them. You, it's not, you can't, I can't tell you to go to Gikomba and you think whatever found that you'll find it. Mm-mm. That's your own story. And you can go there every day of the week. You if won't. you don't know the specific people of the right legit, cause there are bills which come in, uh-huh. like there are bills priced different. There are yes. bills coming from China, bills coming from Canada, bills coming from the UK. Okay. So you have to know and learn the specific vendor who buys a certain type of quality of of a certain quality mm. it's not just like going there and yeah i'm, I'm I've, I've found stuff from you know yeah because uh, the we have like uh more than a ton of wait more we have more mom tumba coming from china than even the uk and the us because they are a cheaper price as i said mbwakni yeah too much and now we're having a problem even finding legit stuff in it's harder for yeah. you guys and you've been doing this for a minute yeah. that's actually really crazy I even saw um, they are an an artist yeah. but they were doing activism work I think you guys even posted it on your page and I even saw um, Studio 18 KE mm, also yeah. put it up mm. which was somebody did an, um, an installation yeah. of just the waste the oh, yeah. amount of clothes yeah. that are yeah. sent to Africa so they use the ones sent to Nairobi, but it's, they're sent everywhere yeah. here in Africa. And it's dumping. That's yeah. literally what it's it dumping. is. If you, yeah, if you can, yeah, yeah. Which is so crazy. Okay, Junior, what do you think we could do like actively to stop that kind of thing from continuing to happen? Because you see, already the policies are crazy as you speak. Yeah. You see, I was even, I think a day ago or Thursday, mm-hmm. I, I went to my guy, my denim guy. But I got there, he's like, you know, he hasn't had, he hasn't bought like the bail for a long time, like for one month because the prices have gone up, you know. Oh. So there's also policies like, you know, Moses Kuria said, what is imposing yeah, some taxes. Tumba. Right. Tumba. So it's putting pressure. So pressure on the, the guys who like the guys who are working on the ground. So meaning like he said that he said that you sink or swim, you know, yeah. for them. You know, so um, instead of instead of uh, another guy, let's say like he, if he's not a genuine guy, he can mm. go with he can go with the Chinese mtumba. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he'll try sell yeah. it to you. Now it's for you to yeah. know quality. But, yeah, but he was like, you know what? I can't. I'll I'll just like find a way to upscale. You know. And also, like, you understand as a customer, you have yeah. to pay more for this. Yes. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? Letting yeah. you know, basically yeah. panda. Yeah, baby panda. Yeah, so I, I also feel like with the trade, it, it all, it all actually, it all came about with the trade policy with China. Mm. You know? So we allowed them to, you know, ship this. True. You know, Chinese, you know, tons, tons of second hands. Yeah. You know, 
yeah. in our country. You know, and also I think another thing we can do is the best thing is to do is also selection. If you're getting the stuff from UK, US, whatever, let them send us good, good, good things. You know, yeah, it's second hand, but it's not like you know, taka, it's not taka, taka, taka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them like send us like select whatever they're sending to the us. First grade you know, and, and then the the this the this trash stuff they deal with it. Yeah, you know, it's your burden their, yeah, to carry. They find their way. Because yeah, you see, like, uh, it's like Rwanda, they banned Mutumba, but then it was like, you know what, hey, we, us guys, we're giving you sanctions. Mm. You know, you can't import, you can't export stuff from your country to our country. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it's a lot of politics and a lot of dynamics. You know, we have a lot of pressure from the Western side. Yeah. Because you know, we are heavily relying on them. Yes. And then, I mean, like, all I can say is I feel like, uh, people, policies, we can have policies on the ground that mm. like favor us. Yes. I mean? Yeah. At least reduced prices on, you know. You can have policy, but if you're not protecting everybody in the equation, then does it really make sense? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and you, you should have control. So it's like, yes, we made a deal. These guys yeah. usually come, they do yeah. this, and yeah. they also bring secondhand clothes. Good. Yeah. But yeah. what condition are the clothes coming in? Yeah. And how much of it? If you guys are a billion in your country, what 50 million? We yeah, shouldn't true. be taking, yeah, you know, true. the numbers that. So there's there's a there's a lot to be talked about in that conversation because it's like guys just said, yeah, yeah, sign here. Natukasonga yeah. to yeah, leave your. Yeah. That's actually so wild and crazy. Yeah. I want to move on to something really fun. I am loving the Kawagera hats. <laughs> I thought it was such a brilliant <laughs> idea. Um, can you break it down for everyone who's listening? Who's like, Susan, I'm saying, so (laughs) if everybody remembers back then all the kamagera is uh conductor yes yeah yeah, touts a a touts in other times yeah So um semuyana to a postage on a drug control, the whole routes and everything. Yeah. Always on a the freshest. That's true. One way or the other. Yeah. Like they made a whole footprint yeah. in the hood on how boys dress up. Mm-hmm. And the Kamagera hats is like an OG classic ever since. And they're still there, but only the OGs rockets. Mm. Only the OGs rockets. Yeah. That's actually yeah. so true. And oh, there was yeah. even the, which you guys incorporated in the design, which is how they would shape yeah. the yeah. front yeah. of yeah. the cap. Yeah. And at first it's like, okay, you guys have that as a style. But I thought about it and I was like, actually, you're in the sun all day. Yeah. So it was a way to look cool, yeah. but it had sense. Yeah. It had function. In it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah exactly. It's fashionable, yeah. but they're also like, no, no, I got to protect my skin. Okay. Yeah. I got to yeah. check. I need to look fresh well yeah. into my old age. Yeah. So you guys plugged into that because you seem to plug into Nairobi culture oh, yeah. and the things that Nairobians are experiencing and, you know, making sure fashion is in line with that. Yeah. So, Junior, I want you to tell us, how would you describe your style when you were like 20 and the influences of it and now? Mm, when I was 20, hey, definitely a lot of, I used to listen to a lot of Tupac. Okay. You know, when you hop in a job, you know what I mean? Tupac, Bob Marley, you know, those Lucky Dube. Yeah. So it was a lot of vintage teas, you know, like 
denim pants, a lot of, you know, track suits, you know, track jackets, you know. That time I used to have, like, I used to have, like, dreads. If I even shaved, this nigga wouldn't see me. Like, <laughs> this nigga wouldn't be intimidated. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know. They yeah, wouldn't know. They wouldn't be able to handle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, like, I feel like my style has really evolved. Like, I, my wardrobe is, like, 90, like, not 95 percent the five percent is just my maybe boxers and <laughs> shoes but it's kenyan 100 percent right metamorphosize yes. you know like i just rock regalia i rock i rock kenyan brands yeah yeah, yeah. i also and 100 percent i rock my stuff i love yes. that yeah that's good that's an amazing transition yeah. and I've, I've seen a lot of youngsters now there was yeah. um i don't know why her name is going diane yeah. Diana, somebody, I don't know where her name is going. Mm -hmm. And she did 100 Days of African Fashion. I think she actually mm -hmm. did two seasons of it. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge explosion because I don't think people knew you could dress head to toe for 100 days, only African brands. Yeah. Everything, shoes, jewelry, yeah, cool. clothes, the whole shabam. Yeah. And now it's grown and there's so many other people doing that. You have stylists like Lady Mandy, who I think she's so intentional, even when she's dressing herself, yeah. always trying to do as many Kenyan brands and as many African brands yeah. as possible. Um, I am not wearing Nairobi apparel dristic, but I am Why? wearing a Why? Kenyan brand. Tell the whole world. <laughs> yeah, you gotta explain. So, no, explain but I'm wearing world. a Kenyan brand, uh, so yeah. at least... Uh, <laughs> which one? Hmm? Um, Rigi. Okay. Wild. Okay, you saved yes. yourself. Yeah. You just said, kidogo, kidogo. Even yesterday, I wore a kaya. I'm trying, I'm trying. I need to build it up. So I'm coming to you guys next. Okay. Should just go after this immediately. <laughs> I'll just go shopping. <laughs> um, but when it comes to wearing African brands and starting something like Studio 18KE mm. because you guys came together, if I'm not wrong, you came together as Kenyan brands mm. and decided to create a conglomerate, some, like an association uh -huh. together. Mm, yeah. How would you describe Studio 18KE and how did it come to be? Mm, actually, Studio 18KE came about like in the most interesting ways. Because I, I remember back then, only only OGs know, like, I used to have a store in town. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I used to have a store in town. So I was with um, Alexis, Bodobanta, mm -hmm. we shared, we actually shared space. Nice. And another tattoo artist. Yeah, so from there, I became friends with, I was actually friends, I was in the scene, I was friends with Akiba. And also, Daudi was my friend. Nice. And then Smoke, we were working together that time. Okay. So from there, we began a friendship. We started to do our pop-ups in town, mm -hmm. which they, they, they used to have some motion, but not that motion. But at least guys showed support. So around 2020, we did like our first major kind of pop-up, which we collaborated with Bonkers. Yeah. At Kitusurumana. And then... Pandemic happened. Yeah. Then a year after, we now actually decided to come together. Uh, we got a store in Kilimani, mm -hmm. uh, Kuona Art Center, and then got the got the name Studio 18. You know what I mean? Studio 18 was actually like the studio is Studio 18. All oh, right. So we got yeah. we just got the name from there. It was like yeah, That's this very makes smart. sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes, makes sense. sense. Yes. No. Yeah. So from there, I, we we decided because you know Studio 18 is uh, we can say I can say like Studio 18 is more of it's a concept store. Yeah. Apart from being a concept store, we are cultural curators through streetwear and fashion. 
So we curate a community through streetwear, fashion, music, and art. Yeah, so we integrate all, all of, that, of that. And then we, we have formed the community. It's not about fashion. Fashion, yes, is the main thing. Yeah. But like we are also, we also take part. We have, we in our community, have musicians. Yeah. We have, we have other, we have graphic designers, artists. All sorts of know, artists. Right. Everybody yeah, is. Anybody, everybody is. Everybody is Studio ET. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the vibe. And um, even when you guys were created, um, shout out to Gadoni. Matu, head of Pansigo Productions, who's Always. doing this. I saw it on her story and I was curious and I tapped on it. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't quite understand this, but I, I like where this is going. And it was all the brands that you were talking about where I was like, I want, I really want to own an Akiba piece. I really want to wear, mm. you know, a metamorphosized piece. I really mm. need to make it to one of these pop-ups. Um, and then I noticed a bunch of people posting it on their story. And I was like, are you guys latching on? What's, what's going on? But great marketing on you guys' side. Well yeah. in. Because I saw a lot of people who was just like, no, in a bad way, we were talking fashion. What are we? You guys are ready. Yeah, we want to massage people. We are ready to deal with them and teach them, you know, things. Now, when it comes to your craft and doing fashion, it's, beautiful in the money sense of there's a simple exchange i come i really like the item i want the item i pay for the item i carry the item home mm. i also really want to know a time you got played what what happened what did you do were you able to take action were you able to like pick up things where you were like so now this is my checklist these are the things i'll be doing before mm. and then i make sure that i'm not played I mean, yeah, you just, uh, personally, what I did is I, I decided to come up now with a structure, mm-hmm. you know, the percentage and, you know, you're bringing back the stuff time bring it, time. and also our prices are not cheap. Yeah. So if that, if 35, if it's like 30, 35%, like it's yeah. something, you know, yes. but if somebody is really sketchy and is maybe insisting on moving, moving mud, then you cancel. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because yeah. they do a lot of things. Like, yes, you've hired a cloth. You're trying to do service to them. Yes. Like, literally, it's a trade-off. It yeah. is, it is, yeah. Yeah, so meet your end of the bargain. Like, I've met my end of my bargain. Why bring the clothes to me? Like, they're not functionable anymore. Like, we, yeah, we have only to use them for shoots or whatever. Yeah. We can't use them anyhow. Any so it doesn't make sense. That's very true. So yeah. I... <clears throat> I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I perspire mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a family thing. It mm-hmm. came from my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. But I was when I started working in media, I had a couple of stylists, um, Brian Babu, um, Wendy Styles, and Lady Mandy being some of them, who were able to even guide me mm-hmm. and you know help me knowing that I can have a fan nearby. So that way I don't sweat too much on the clothes or this is how you take off clothes. Like now I always have a scarf or a borrow a scarf because of getting makeup on the clothes, like little things, um, putting tape under shoes. If they're brand new shoes that you've just gotten and you're only using them for this shoot and they need to be resold. And there's small things that I learned from stylists. I didn't, I didn't know. Now I know I can search it up on Google, but I know what I need to look for before I had absolutely no idea, which means I definitely had stylists who did not tell me anything, yeah. and I'm sure they took clothes back 
in a horrible condition. What's mm-hmm. a, what's somebody supposed to do with it at a store? And some things you can't even wash yeah, because yeah. it has the tag on yeah. or because it's it's supposed to be first washed with the owner. Yeah. Or maybe even as an owner, they'll only dry clean. You yeah. know, something like that. Now, yeah. which is so ridiculous. And I'm, I'm happy that you guys have spoken up about that because it's, I don't think it's something people understand. Yeah, and it's very painful on our business. Right, yeah. yeah. Also, you've only given me 35% the worth of this cloth. So you've brought it back and I can do the, nothing. the percentage higher so that, yeah, you'll see I've, you'll see the mess you've done and then you'll just be like, I might as well. Yeah. Might In fact, well. if you're there and you're listening, just pay for the full thing and take it. Please. Because <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's what because. support us, you know. Yeah, <laughs> because it doesn't make sense and I can't yeah. do anything with the and clothing. You need to open the business tomorrow, so. Exactly. Now, I we've talked a little bit about the collections that you guys have done or special pieces that you guys have done, and I was really curious about something because I I couldn't I couldn't find an explanation to the reason behind this particular T-shirt. And it was a T-shirt that was saying, um, say no to free sex. And there was imagery that I thought was very interesting um, of kind of like the Playboy logo, yeah. but with like the nice cross yeah. across it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's just talk about the inspiration behind that t-shirt and that particular collection? I mean, it was, um, when I when I thought about it, it was uh, a bit of both. Okay. Because I usually get inspiration for, you know, maybe my personal experiences or mm. people around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it happened that, you know, somebody I know had gone through something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was related to the whole concept and I was able to like conceptualize it to like a t-shirt. It was actually dedicated to that friend of mine. Oh, that's so nice. I love that. And so it was taking a stance against Against. um, sexual assault, people behaving inappropriately, um, but also for people that work in the space because yeah. we say it's the oldest career yeah. in the world don't yeah. we yeah. um prostitution or any other different versions of it yeah. being safe in that yes. space, space. Yeah. yeah and people not taking advantage so, yeah. that's so dope because this is a brand created by males yeah. and you don't often see men being the ones to pioneer that conversation yeah. it's always women screaming and saying men support us yes. so that's so cool that you thought of doing that and yeah. sorry to the friend but shout out to them because yeah. you were able to, to dedicate this yeah. to them did they know that you were dedicating this collection to them yeah oh Definitely. wow what was that conversation like i mean it was if you know you know by later like was able to have the conversation nice yeah. okay that's awesome. I'll say thank you. It's not me, but thank you. That's very, very cool. And it made me really, really happy. Now, um, we've talked about Studio 18KE. And if you were to appeal to Kenyans, specifically young ones, who are cooling for, for looking for fresh, cool things to buy, maybe they even want it to be made here in the 254, what would you tell them to buy and why? From from our store or both. Well, it depends on style. Like I can't just tell you to buy anything that you don't feel right. Like. Yeah, and we never. What what we do usually, we make you come out of your shell. Like mm. once you step into us, we 
try to make you bold. You're already bold, but we want to make you bolder and look different. A lot of people who come and try out our clothes never remove them. They just switch up the drip from... Yeah, you're like, now from, this is yeah, the new me. That, that's how you are supposed to be today. And that's how you should walk out I love today. that. Yeah. So maybe I should ask you this. If you were to describe, because also I've noticed you have a very unisex brand. You don't have things that are like specifically yeah. for women, specifically yeah. for men. Um, so describe the Nairobi Apparel District wearer. Who's this person that wears you guys' clothes? He's a very bold person. As yeah. I, as I said before, <laughs> very brave, a courageous person. Somebody who's ready to be out there and say, I am here. I'm here to grace, I'm here to grace my presence. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to command attention. Okay. And y'all better listen to me. So you can't be scared. You don't want to be I mean, hiding no. in the room. No. You don't mind being front no. and center. No time, no time no, for that. There's no time for that. <laughs> Where are the clothes? Yeah. If you want to hide, hide. Yeah. Not to wear this brand. Yeah. I really but like also, that. Also, like, the age group is, like, super diverse. Like, yeah. we also have, like, guys in their 60s. I love it. You know, trying to, like... Who can relate. Who can relate. <laughs> who, can relate. <laughs> who are bold. Yeah, who are very bold, actually. Yeah. We have young people, middle age, you know. I mean, like, if you feel the story and if you feel like this story is for you and you can support, like, if you support the culture, whatever you're pushing, right. the of social change, I can't say reduce. I, I use, I don't use sustainability. Mm-hmm. I like to say reduce because no brand can be 100% sustainable. I mean, you know. Yes, you're sustainable with your jackets. Right. You know what I mean? Organic, cotton, but what about the zips? You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, so I feel like if you support the culture of us, you support us like reducing uh, the environmental impact of mm. these fast, fast fashion industries and whatever we do. And also, we also do, we also use, cause, uh, because of the situation that we are in right now, yeah. we also redesign like waste fabric. Nice. Not even, let's say excess fabric from, yes. like, from these industries, from... off cuts and stuff, and then right. we make garments from them. Mm. Yeah, so we are not only like uh, recycling, upcycling, mm. but we're also using like like sustainable fabrics for our designs. Mm. Yeah, That's really reducing yeah. waste, actually. Yeah. That is yeah. the proper term that we should use. And I think yeah. you're the first designer i've heard admitting that it kind of it can't be a hundred percent sustainable like even if you use all sustainable fabrics and you have no zippers everything is being tied and everything what's the packaging it comes in Mm -hmm. um in your office do you use paper do you Mm -hmm. ever photocopy things how Mm -hmm. do you invoice how do you are you giving receipts because then it means it can't always be a hundred percent sustainable and it's reminded me of um Naomi Campbell just released a line mm. with one of these fast fashion brands and she was asked about sustainability um, at the launch and she gave a brilliant answer. I love Naomi. She was just like, um, when the white models were collaborating with all these fast fashion brands, they were supported and everything mm. was fine. Mm-hmm. So sustainability will come. We mm. are going to do more limited correct, um, yeah. collections. Yeah. Um, companies are working on, you know, downsizing their factories and making sure that everybody's better paid. But it will come slowly. So you mm. can't take one person mm. who decides to do a collaboration, mm. who's yeah, trying to, to get the bag, yeah, to crucify them. And mm. I mean, you've done something at least. Mm. You've, you've tried. Mm. Um, so I'm happy that 
there's that reality mm. to to face the facts that you can do as much as you can but it takes everybody trying to reduce the waste for us exactly. to get somewhere yeah. it doesn't make any sense yeah. um i would love to you know have 100% eco life and everything mm. but if there's an oil company that's dumping enough mm. to pollute a space of 100 million people yeah. sasa munapigana na mimi kwa nini doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't make sense you know yeah. i also wanted to know mind body and spirit you guys are in the fashion business mm-hmm. has your sense of body image even for yourselves has it changed in the course of you being in this business and i know we talk about body image with women a lot because we've been obsessed with women's bodies since the beginning of time yeah. but i i rarely ever hear about men having those conversations about body dysmorphia or both both just yeah. general body image like now you're doing Yeah. You, you've joined J yeah. and you guys you know you're NAD you're walking people are like oh yeah that's a guy from Nairobi Apparel District yeah. do you feel pressure that your hair has to be a certain way your skin should be a certain way your body mm. should be a certain what clothes should fit you like this do you restyle because also when we mature we learn we, you can have a tailor <laughs> like now me when I learn I can have a tailor I can actually buy the item mm. if I really like it yeah. come get it fitted mm. the way I want it to fit if it doesn't fit me initially in that yeah. manner yeah. but I no, I never hear men side mm. let him answer first <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know okay personally I feel like uh, I feel like every, it's you finding that balance within uh, yourself first okay you know I feel like um, especially the field that we are in you have to be out there not mm. I feel like there's all always the standards you know like you keeping yourself clean grooming yourself also like dressing like you know dress dressing the way that dressing on your your stuff I mean yeah yeah but also like I feel like when it comes to there are things you know there are cards that you dealt with you know what I mean I feel true, like true true yeah, yeah. at birth you know, genetically yeah, god dealt you these cards yeah. you know you're just like that you can't change anything about yeah. it you know what I mean I feel like you should you can you can't sit around sit around and beat yourself about it you know mm. the best thing is just to embrace yourself you know and get yourself to be like the best version of yourself you know what i mean mm. from that point from point zero, i can do 50 yeah yeah put put down the 50 right you know? cuz mm. right now i feel like there's a lot of that you know the body shaming you know even for men there's that like do any nono or even fupi or even konde there's just a lot of that but i feel like for us us as ned we have been with experiences and also with exposure and also being able to get we have also like been able to like find ourselves yes. you know what i mean and yeah. know ourselves i know like this is me you know like yeah. this um, this are my capabilities i can do this i can't do this i'm yeah. this guy i'm yeah. not that guy yeah. you know what i mean yeah. which i'm cool with it yeah. right you know I mean? like yeah that's a, that's 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 my take like yeah just being comfortable in yeah. your own skin yeah. and the moment you accept yourself there's nobody who can tell you anything that's different true. about it and that's all about it and there are a lot of stories that have come out of that people just being by their own selves mm. like for instance bubu ojisi she did victoria secrets last week yes mm. yes so her hearts are 
out of this world. True. We were literally speaking about it yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, hearts are a statement piece. You can be anywhere in the middle of Coachella and you'll be like, that's boo-boo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> you know? And that's where she is right now, yeah. making a statement from yeah. 100%. Pieces, yeah. yeah. Authenticity will always yeah. have its time. Like, you yeah. might make it in 10 years, you might make it in 50, yeah. but the you train t- staying true to yourself, you'll always be at peace. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. You're a masterpiece to be precise. Mm-hmm. Like that, but you like need that to I mean, for niggas, I mean, for guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need to like take care also, of yourself. You guys like are censoring, you so. censoring yourselves. Please feel free. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, though, you just take care of yourself. If you can work out, work out. Yeah. 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 Eat good. Because you always need yeah. growth within within yourself. Mental yeah. health. Yes. Yeah. Should be prime. Yeah. You can't dress nicely if your mental health is not is yeah. not okay. Yeah. So yeah. it all starts from your head. And all, all, the way all the way through. Yeah. You personally, Trevor, what do you do um, when it comes to wellness and making sure you're resting, making sure your mind is okay? What do you do? I, 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 I basically, mostly, I have a, a good 20 to 30 minutes by myself every day. I like that. By myself every day, not on my, not on my phone, not on... Not thinking about, just thinking about myself and things that I've gone through during the day and my achievements, my my failures, one, two, three, the things that I can correct about that. So with that, I can check myself and my personal hygiene from that 30 minutes that I've awarded to myself. I can know like, here, yeah, Trevor, you need to do this. You need to, you know, switch up on this, you know, just make myself feel different. Because every day, what I usually say is you have to grow. Yeah. You're not the same person from yesterday, from last week still. True. You've learned two or three different things that have, can switch up your life. Yeah. You know? So from my mental health comes to my... Do you know, that's mm. like it seems, it sounds really simple, it's but simple. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, could you eat a meeting every single day, even if it's 20 minutes? <laughs> it's actually tasking. Like there's so many days you find it's gone, yeah, gone, yeah. gone. So that yeah. intention of making sure it's every single day yeah. is really impressive. Junior, yeah. what do you do for your wellness? Uh, I will do nothing without my routine. Okay. I have a routine like wake up, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe 5, 5.30. Yeah. If, yeah. Then, you know, maybe like 30 minutes of research. Okay. You know what I mean? Research some stuff. Then maybe work out a bit, get in the shower. Yeah. If I don't make my bed mm-hmm. in the morning, I'm mm-hmm. depressed. Mm. I'm depressed. You should always yeah. make your bed. Yeah. It's a very small <laughs> thing. Yeah. There, was a, there was a military guy who was making a speech listing some things that are important. But that thing for making your bed, that feeling of, I've done this now, so I can... I can yeah. do yeah. something else. It's yeah. so it's so yeah. small, yeah. but it literally makes a difference in how your day is gonna yeah. go. Yeah. So you you've showered now, you've made your bed, you're out the house. I'm out, yeah. And what do you do when you're winding down your day? Most of the time, I get in the shower, mm-hmm. uh, get to bed, chill by myself. I don't reply to messages because okay. I'm always on D and D. Call me, I won't pick up. <laughs> Play, play. I am a big fan of COD. No. Oh Call of Duty. my God, yes. my husband as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Call of Duty guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, pray then sleep. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. Nice and simple. Yeah. Switching off your brain slowly yeah. Yeah. to forget about the work stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you have this explosion. And I think it's also about like um, income has increased, which is awesome, mm-hmm. of Africans accessing luxury designer lights, which many of them are based in the West, right? Mm-hmm. And there's the argument of, do you have style or do you just have money to buy stylish things and i want to know from you guys because you create your own um let's start with you trevor because you're a collector so you understand the importance of these items and the fact that they hold value and they hold value for longer if you take care of it um what's the what's the the line between style and bish (laughs) well for me i think having style you can't really buy style for me Mm. You can't really buy style, my opinion, in the sense that, like, you can buy a stylish stuff, but you can be on you, but it won't look stylish, you know. Right. Yeah. It, you have to have a certain taste and a certain feel to bring out the style. And some are, ex- you, don't, you don't need money, per se, to, to be stylish. That's true. Yeah, that's why I'm saying... It's subjective They're to me. different, yeah, yeah. In yeah. that way. You can be stylish uh, by, by getting your one, two, three pieces you collect and just look all different, look very rich than somebody who really has the money to buy the luxurious, luxurious stuff yeah. to put it out there. Yeah. You know, that's my opinion. That's actually really yeah. true. And stylists still have questions. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you pay as stylist and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Make me look awesome. Yeah, there's still a lot of questions works. to see what suits you and how they can put you, to bring you out of your shell and yeah. give you a better image that you want other people to perceive you with. Absolutely right. Yeah. I think it's also brought in um, the fake, you had mentioned like the fake sneakers yeah, or the yeah. fake mm. bag or all of that. So when you look at that versus the conversation of money and style, um, Junior, what would you say to a young person who has their savings account and every time they look at their savings account, then they look at their Pinterest board with those designer yeah. items and they're like, Ntafika, Ntafika, one time and when I buy these, I'll be cool. I mean, first of all, when I grow up, I'll, I'll love to be able to afford metamorphosis. Shout out Meta, shout out Meta. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's it's a journey, you know. What I mean, yeah. it starts small. If you can get a T-shirt, pull the pole, no pressure. Right. Get a T-shirt, pull the saver for kicks, but look good. You know what I mean? Because I feel like how you present yourself, uh, also like how you present yourself, it can get you to a lot of rooms. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. You can handle a lot of pre- uh, mean con- conversations, you know, just the way you present it yourself. Yeah, so I feel like for the young people, it's supposed to be pole pole, but, mm. you know, just know what you want. Yeah. Just develop your style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Trevor? I want you to answer me. Um, past failures. So you have always been interested in business from a very, very young age, yeah. fashion as well. It started as self-expression and then it joined the yeah. Biashara side. Yeah. Um, a time a business thing failed and really rocked you. And what did you learn from that? Well, there was a time I was doing a, some business mm-hmm. and then 
the government did sanctions and made it a whole illegal business. Oh, I even know what this business is. Yeah. So uh, from that time, I had invested a lot. Yeah. And it ended up me having everything under my bed and not being able to do anything do about anything it. About and it. no one you could sell to. No one. And from that, I just had to realize, like, I had to be into something that it can't be measured with any borders and be able to, even when I can sell clothes during COVID. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. So, and the pandemic taught us a lot. Yeah, it taught me on that business aspect that you have to work with a sustainable business, mm-hmm. a, a, a business that can have a long longevity more than yourself and more than the whole structure that it has. I don't, I don't even think I've ever thought, am I starting something? What would happen if Gava... You know, switch it up, but it should be in yeah, our thinking yeah, when you're planning yeah, something. Are you willing yeah, to take on that risk? Maybe yeah, you are, yeah. but the Gavada, the COVID, you know, there's yeah, a lot of and anything can happen. So, the long term about the business that's what sparked me. And I was like, you know what, it's it's me putting my 10,000 hours here, yeah, and it's giving it, it's giving back, back to, to you, yeah. And you have the assurance of this will always be a yeah. forever thing, yeah, yeah. You have years and years, yeah. That's a great answer. Thank you. You're welcome. So what question would you want another artist who's coming on the podcast mm. to answer? They could be a painter. They could be a videographer. Maybe it's a singer. Mm. What other thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. What other thing will they do if it's not what they're doing at that moment that is making them? If they had to pick something else. Yeah. That's a good question. I like that. What's your question, Junior? Hey, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even time with you. I did d- double on Trevor. You don't say you're thinking what I was thinking. <laughs> no, you know, usually I don't have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Only have answers. <laughs> but what's, what's the question? I mean, like, um, maybe, like, how, how do you see the industry, like, mm-hmm. in, let's say, five years? Our future, I, yeah. yes. Will it be the same with AI? I don't, yeah. Actually, no one has touched AI, yeah. so we, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. interested to hear what they say about that. Yeah. And you'll be able to hear it on the podcast as well. Hundred percent. Good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank <laughs> yeah. you guys so much for coming. Asante. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you have pop-ups that are coming up, and I want you to yeah. tell people where the studios at, so that they can rock up and shop. Mm, so we you guys can pull up at the studio. We have a studio at uh, Likoni Close, uh, Likoni Close Corner Art Center. Yes, uh, Studio Eighteen. Yeah, and we have pop-ups coming through, raves, workshops, and uh, what do you call talks? Yeah, too. yeah. We, we have yeah. a lot in store. In the three, the three months are coming. That's are coming. Yeah, I'm so happy. So, Say, stay on, check out the Studio 18, Studio 18 on Instagram. Check out Nairobi Apparel District on Instagram. Yeah, feel free to shout out or if you have any questions, any yeah. mentor, mentorship you need, us guys, we're open. Yeah. They're open, they're ready. Yeah. Yeah. And, and any other businesses. Yeah. And any come, other yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. come. Thank you guys so, so much. And it's been such an incredible conversation. And just like they've said, follow them on those socials. You'll see everything up there. And if you are a fan of something cool, 
something bold and something Kenyan, then you should definitely, definitely check out Nairobi Apparel District. A huge, huge shout out to Skika Africa, who is making all of this possible and have a look out for them on skikaafrica.com, all Ks. And I want to say a big thank you to Sherry because she's given us this beautiful, beautiful furniture that we have been sitting on. And her store is called Savannah Space, and you should check them out in Lavington. Panzingo Productions is behind the camera, making all of us look really, really, really good. And this is a full, full African production. So shout out to our ancestors as well. <laughs> I'm Susan Jeroge Awari. I have been your host, and I will see you guys next episode.